on the Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 257, and welcome back to my front porch. Uh, still doing a bit of recovering uh, from my event this last week, um, but it's kind of like I heard somebody say, it's like you're you like kind of drained your whole self like you emptied the whole cup but yet for some reason you feel like you're overflowing it did really really feel like that i feel like mike and i just kind of like went after it cared <clears throat> you know for people the best we could you know really listened really dialed in and that's that was life giving it really feels like yeah, that's what that's what he's invited me back into, invited Mike back into to do for pastors and staff. So it was really life giving. That being said, it just wiped us out. It just absolutely wiped us out. Um, but so good. And it's funny because they were all <clears throat> the guys who were running the events and the and girls who were running the event were like, Yay, it's finally over. It's so great. You know, wow, way to go. And Mike and I are like looking at each other and we're like, we're just getting started because, you know, part of what we're doing is trying to help connect all these people to counselors and mentors and psychologists and and shepherds. You know, a lot of them just need that next step. So that's a part of Mike and I's, you know, job. It's part of what we're doing. And and it's exciting, but we're like, no, we're just getting started. You know, so we've got to meet with a, a good portion of these people one on one and just continue that dialogue and try to help them get the care that they really need. But it's really cool. And, and like I had said in the last podcast, and I, and I again, I want to reiterate how important I believe community is, how important it is to be known. Um, and so I was thinking about that again for you all. And I was like, you know, if you got something going on and you don't have anybody to, to tell or to talk about, like, really, what what can you do to just be transparent with somebody, somebody who's close enough, enough to trust and go, hey, this is what's going on in my heart. This is what's going on in my life. You know, that hiding stuff is really, really dangerous for your soul. Ephesians has this whole idea of like, bring into the light what's in the darkness, bring into the light what's in the darkness. Those things that we're hiding, they're toxic, toxic, toxic for our souls. So we need to bring those into the light. And that's really the importance of community. Community is about a place of safety. And for some of you, I know that community hasn't been safety and you've gotten hurt. And I would just say, don't give up. It's really, really important to, to find that. And if and if uh, you're a part of a community, remember that's a safe place. Don't don't use that to gossip or, you know, uh, tell other people about this stuff. No, no, no. Just really do this well. Care for one another, and we can really run against the pain and the hurt that's happening in a lot of our society, where people just need a safe place to fall apart. And so. Um, I hope, I really, really hope you have that community. I really hope you have that person who you can kind of go to and be like, hey, I need to talk. And I was thinking about it and going, one of the things we offered to this group is like, if you need to talk to somebody, we're here for you. And I just want you to know that I'm here for you. If you need to talk, you got something going on, you want to work through it. And you're like, I just, I don't have anybody safe yet. I just need somebody to talk to. I don't mind being that first step for you. You know, hit me up on Instagram and um, and just be like, I think I want to talk and I, I want to be there for you to the best 
of my ability, but it is powerful to be known. It is powerful to bring what was in the dark uh, into the light. Uh, thanks a ton for listening. Thanks for those of you who continue to uh, care and fr- financially through uh, a monthly donation on Patreon or even through Venmo and some other ways that other people give. I really, really appreciate that. All right, our passage for today, Isaiah 40. The Lord is everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. I'll read it again. Isaiah 40, 28. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not go, not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. I, I remember growing up, and I can't remember if this was at our church. Uh, I know it was at the school I went to. The school I went to was a Baptist school, uh, I think Maslin Baptist School, and I think the the actually the the church was called Maslin Baptist Temple, which is kind of fun. Um, so I remember at chapel they would always have this huge table up front, and it was always very confusing for me as a kid. Um, and it would all, it said on the table in remembrance of me and uh, you know we never I can't remember as a kid at that in like chapel services or anything that we did anything with that it was always a bizarre thing with me now we go to our church and we take communion but it didn't really click in until someone had explained to me no 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 that's like the communion table like that's where they put the elements oh I get it okay 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 so they would put the elements on this table as if to say to the congregation, we need a gigantic wooden table to remind you about Jesus. Never mind the these elements that we're going to pass around and the pastor is going to explain. We have to have this huge table that's kind of set up as a memorial to help remind us. And I, I, I think how generous of Jesus to, to create this very sacred moment for us that we get to participate in. And while there's lots of debate on uh, across all the different denominations about how that happens uh, within all the traditions, the Christian traditions, that is, this is Christian and Catholic and Orthodox tradition. This is the like the a moment that we come to that we remember what Jesus did and who he is, and it causes us to remember. And I love I love this passage from Isaiah because you can almost feel the like tongue in cheek kind of way he's presenting it, you know, because of course Israel know who knows who's who God is. And of course they've heard what God has done. I mean, they have an oral history in which, you know, stories and these great works from God get trans, you know, uh, Uh, translated through stories from generation to generation and on and on and on and and so it's it's like isaiah is going like hey hey y'all you know have you not known have you not heard you know it's like what what's going on here what why is he asking kind of this snarky it feels a bit snarky you know question well they have forgotten him they've forgotten him They have forgotten this transcendent God, this God who rescued them out of Egypt, this God who who had a water come out of rocks, who fed them with manna, who brought them into the promised land. They have forgotten 
and we have forgotten. I think we're easy to forget. Have you ever stopped to think, really, how quickly, have you ever stopped to think how quickly we, we forget amazing things? You know, in, in some ways they become, and, and I think this is a very Western thing because I feel like if you just walk around every single day, everything's amazing. I mean, everything's amazing. I live in a home, right? I own a home in the United States of America. It is increasing in value, right? I eat food every single day. I have water that shoots out of my tap. And I just, I, on command, I can get whatever I want whenever I want it. And so amazing things just kind of feel normal at times, right? You know, do you ever remember like that sweet note you got or the surprise party that just rocked you? Like, wow, you felt so special. Maybe the meaningful words from a mentor or somebody significant, maybe your spouse or a loved one, right? And they shared it with you, and, and it was so important at your moment. And then over a period of time, we forget. You know, the crazier thing, and this is, you know, alluding back to the passage, but it's actually the scarier thing, I should say, is that we forget the miraculous things that God has done for us. I mean, like, do you remember? Do you remember when you first felt the love of God? And it was just overwhelming to you. Maybe it, it was during a worship song. Maybe it was when the word of God was being read. Or maybe the pastor was telling a story that just connected with your heart and you sensed the presence of God. Maybe you were sitting out in nature and the wind was pressing against your face. Maybe it was just in a scenic view in the woods and you were just captivated, just absolutely captivated by the beauty and you felt overwhelmed. Do you remember that? You remember when you were baptized, this moment that signified this old life gone into the grave and now resurrected life as you come out of the water. Do you remember when you, you prayed for something? You desperately, desperately prayed for something. And crazy enough, it actually happened. It happened. Do you remember that? Do you remember those things? I, I just find it so interesting. And I'm putting myself into this. Like how quickly we forget things. How, we, how quickly we forget how amazing and unbelievable and overwhelming God is. And what the prophets do, and Isaiah is doing here, is they're trying to wake us up. Wake up. Wake up. Remember. Remember what he's done. Don't you remember? Haven't you seen? Haven't you heard? Have you forgotten? Remember. Remember. Have you not known, he says? Have you not known? Have you not heard? Of course you have. Of course you have. It's all around you. Your life as a believer should be overwhelmed by the fact that, that he is alive, he's well, he's moving. So the question then, you know, that we kind of get to is then why do we forget that God is an everlasting creator? He's the everlasting creator of the ends of the earth. Why? 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 We're busy. We are busy. I am busy. 
Eugene Peterson, as you know, Pastor Eugene Peterson, he's like my, one of my, like, I know he's passed away, but he's like one of my modern day saints. And, and he says that busyness is an illness of the spirit. I love that. And it actually is so convicting to me. And I believe it to be so true because it causes us to forget the mystery of the Lord, the beauty of the Lord. Like it's the imagination and, 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 it's, and, and the, that imagination has become dead and we become inebriated with the things of this earth. We're just intoxicated with the realities of this world instead of being blown away for the mystery and the wonder of an everlasting God that transcends all things and yet is near to us, near to the brokenhearted, near to you when you're having a great day. He's cheering with you and weeping with you, mourning with you. He is here. Do you not remember? Have you forgotten? Do you not hear anymore? Do you not see anymore? What is it that we need to remember? What is it that we need to slow down and remind ourselves of? We need to remind ourselves is that he doesn't grow faint. He doesn't weary. His understanding is unsearchable, which means this. He knows you. He sees you. Isn't that great news? He transcends all strength and wisdom. In fact, he is wisdom. And not only that, but but he never gets tired. He never gets tired of considering us. Therefore, if that's the case, we should constantly consider him. Remember him. Remember what he's doing. Remember how he's acting. But we need to slow down. We need to recognize and realize all that he's done. We need to return back to that communion table every single day, every single moment in remembrance of me, in remembrance that God did not leave us. He did not abandon us. He did not forsaken us. He, he, no, he, he met us. And he rescued us and he ransomed us through his son, Jesus. This is what really living this life is all about. Because we need to remember who God is. And it will help you remember who you are. Son and a daughter of the transcendent, all-knowing, all-powerful, never-faint, never-weary God. So the question is, is simple, but what is keeping you? What is keeping you from remembering Him? Father God, we remember you right now in this moment. We say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. To you be all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart. Until next time.